a Shishkin Productions podcast. Why won't fast food companies let black people have spicy nuggets? They don't love us. <laughs> no. They don't want our money. <laughs> they don't want our money. Yo, it's the Group Dex Podcast. We're back. I'm Braxton. I'm Tia. Chris. Lauren still isn't married yet, but I swear to God, y'all, she's going to get married. <laughs> we, we promise you. She's going to be so married that she'll have a completely different name. <laughs> three weeks. I think it's like, what, three weeks? Three four weeks, weeks away? August, Which is like... August it's, or August 8th weekend, but I think it's... It's creeping seven. up so quick. I have so much stuff going on the next pretty much six weeks of my life. Yeah. Um, Tell me. Weddings, mostly weddings and bachelor parties and weddings, basically. Yeah, yeah we're having her shower this weekend. So me and mom have been going ham the past couple weeks. Mine's all weddings and I'm not going to your bachelor parties, so don't invite me. Uh, um, <laughs> Honestly, I want to tell people up, up front right now, if you're listening and we're real good friends, I don't need to be in your wedding. I don't. Facts. I don't. I don't. Want I don't that. mind being in. I'm cool being in Lauren and Brittany's because like they're family. But friends, yeah, I'm Gucci. Yeah. I just want to show up. If we don't share a relative, I don't need to be in your wedding. Yeah. Facts. facts. Matter of <laughs> fact, if you put me in your wedding, I'm going to take it as disrespect. <laughs> like right. i don't want i like i don't want to spend money on your i want to wear a tux that i already got i don't want to spend money on your wedding i don't want to be at your rehearsal dinner um i just don't I, this has nothing yeah. to do with lauren's wedding <laughs> yeah because lauren's like i said if if we are not blood related yeah this is only applying to if we're blood related you know put me in there i'll officiate the wedding if we're yeah, i will not be offended <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I'm going to a wedding in Portland, Maine, and I don't have to do shit but show up, and I'm loving that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's dope. Yeah. I want to go to Portland, Maine. And I don't even. I have... was just talking to someone about Portland, Maine. Yeah. Like we need to go in the fall ago. when the leaves turn. We can go, but like it's also a good beach town. You can go and like hang out on the beach. Yeah, and just but I'm chill. In a, I'm not in a. We wedding. should go there for Labor Day, Brax. Uh, I guess we could, but like, I don't want to travel during Labor Day. Just yeah. come to New York. I'm not trying to do anything else. I'm okay. getting married, and I'm he didn't put me in this wedding. Thank God, I'm not in this wedding. I don't have to be a groomsman or anything. I'm just showing up. Yeah, that's it. I want to show up, wear what I want to wear, get as drunk as I want to get within reason. Yeah, you know. And then I will just, say, I was in my friend's wedding last year, and it was easy. She was easy. Yeah. If it's easy, I'll do it. But the extra, no. I mean, the ones that I mean, like Lauren's is, you know, whatever. You, I show up in a tux and help people sit down. Yeah. And then my other friend Tim, his is just like, you know, he was he was pretty easy. I was like, look, wear a black suit, show up. Okay. So yeah, fire. But still, don't invite don't don't invite me to be in your groom's yeah, party. Or anyone else ever. I'm I'm capped out. I'm capped out. <laughs> Sometimes, like, it's just just annoying. Though, when you think about like how much money you spend, and I know it sounds mad selfish, but fuck it, I'm selfish. You think about how much money you spend for something that has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with me. 
None of mm. I'm not benefiting from this at all, but I have to spend $300, $400 on a tux, $500 on a ticket or whatever, and then another $200 on a hotel. Like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Like, so, when I get gonna... married, I'm only having one bridesmaid. That's April, so. Yeah, I, shout out and to I've you. And I've told everybody that, so sorry if you thought you were going to be in my wedding. <laughs> one bridesmaid man start the trend please uh uh man i'm looking at this rundown where are we starting out at again on a somber note but r.i.p charlie robinson icon Legend. Uh, so much i was looking through his imdb because I, I just he i feel like he's in like a lot of gifts that people use online he's also like in a bunch of random stuff like he'll just pop up like he's like jason's dad and the um the game which is absolutely hilarious oh yeah oh yeah he is he damn as fuck too <laughs> but he was and he was the creepy old guy in that stoney had to sleep with and oh yeah uh, set it off and uh set it off oh was he yes he was yeah you're right to me he's like an older keith david type of character yeah yeah i can see that yeah they're like in the same they're definitely in the same family of like they uh, might be the same age like they're like in the same family of like people who are like typecasted i guess Mm -hmm. he's like just the older version of keith david to me uh, is he that much older? But they're like the same age. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Nah, Keith David was not born in 1945. I'm sorry. You don't yet. think so? He was born in 55. So, oh, so they're okay. 10 years older. Yeah. <laughs> but if you look like now that I'm looking at their idea, I'm like, damn, they do look alike. Like they definitely <laughs> yeah. are in this. It's like, you know, they if, you can't been get, brothers. if you can't get one, you're, you were probably calling the other one. Yeah. I um, loved him though. He was a good actor. Yeah. Damn. 75, it looks like. R.I.P. 75. You know, if I make it 75, I'll be happy with that. You're only yeah. promised 70. Bam, if I make yeah, it 70. You ain't promised tomorrow. Shit. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying that's what the Bible says. Oh, word. Yeah. Damn, the Bible be lying. Uh, <laughs> I know where no niggas living to 70 back then. Get the fuck out of here. Right. <laughs> no, they were living to like 100 and something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, R.I.P. Um, to Charlie Robinson, yeah. um, legend, black legend, black legend, some classic roles. Gone too soon. Which is, if you make it in, like, if you, for us, like, <laughs> like for black people, if you make it to where he's at, then you're automatically a legend. Most people look at it, it's like the yeah. NBA, like, uh, NBA Hall of Fame. Anybody gets him, but it's like. He's been in so many damn movies, even though he wasn't probably like the major role in a lot of movies. He's just known for being in like yeah. all of our black, like classic movies and shows like you can just roll off just shit that he's been yeah. in, even though he has like small roles in some time. So I don't know. Right. That's funny. I feel like that could be a whole documentary about like black actors who are like the guy who died a few weeks ago or maybe yeah, it was a few the guy who played Samson in half baked uh, and he was in he was the dad in Purple oh, Rain. Yeah. He was just like the scary black dude in like yeah. so yeah. many movies. But like, the hood. The, yeah, like he was just that dude, you know. There's a lot of black actors like that, but yeah. 
R.I.P. Charlie Robinson. Um, there is no, there's. I feel like there's never a good way to segue out of someone who's died. And I mean, passed on going back to black, black classics, and a lot of people on this show has died also. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, <laughs> the Questlove movie that came out, uh, I guess last Friday. I think it actually officially came out, but it was called Summer of Soul. But basically, it was about. Um, it was it was billed as the black uh, Woodstock. And basically it was like it was happening it in the, course, same, what, the same week, same. Well, it happened in. So it happened in 1969. It happened over five weeks. I just um, want to say I did summer. not watch it, so I will not be commenting. But, you know, we can fill you in. But basically it was in 1969. It happened in Harlem. It happened over five weeks during that summer. It was billed as the Black Woodstock. And um, I think it was officially called the Harlem Cultural Fest, Cultural Festival. And, you know, they, it was kind of like, man, well, this I people may whoever, whatever, doesn't matter. But like imagine if Coachella was only black people during the civil rights era. And not two weekends, but five weekends in a row That's in the crazy. blackest part of the biggest major city in the U.S. Like that was basically what this music festival was. And the guy who was organizing and it, it was, was free. That's the and it was free. What? Yeah, it was free. You just show up. And who uh, was there? <laughs> OK, <laughs> so if we go through, I'm just like Stevie Wonder was there. What? Sly and the Family Stone was there. The Staples Sisters. Mm-hmm. Or the staple singers are there because their dad is obviously there. Uh, uh, Nina Mahalia, Simone was yeah, there. Mahalia Jackson was there. Um, the people who sing, um, oh, the Fifth Dimensions is that the, the Fifth Dimensions? Oh, oh uh, the Age of Aquarius Age of singers, <laughs> Age which wow. was fr- which was from a Broadway show, but like they basically, you know, they Whitney Houston it. Yeah, they would. They made it their own. <laughs> yeah. um, who else? Who else? Uh, damn, now I'm blanking. There's just so uh, many people. I mean, Jesse Jackson. Jesse Jackson. He uh, was like doing his thing. Um, there was a lot of like Latinx people. There was. Uh, it was like. Wait, what are you gonna say? Oh no, I was about to say. Um, is it Mavis Staples? But you said the Staples singers. Uh, yeah i mean mavis staples is probably like i I think if you say that name that's you know what everyone kind of knows but but she's fucking they had a a david ruffin was there ruffin was there right when he left the temptations temptations without david ruffin's just temptations in search of a david ruffin right (laughs) right it was like yeah it was like right after he left but basically like in the context of you know i feel like this this music festival could just happen right now and it would be just as relevant because the the one thing that I t- not the one thing that I took about or took away from this music festival but it was it, like I said it was in 1969 it was like the height of kind of like the black power movement and one and one thing that I had never actually really thought of was in that time there there was a time where people stopped saying negro and Stop calling people Negro and calling them black. Yeah. And this was that time. So so a really like a huge part of this festival was was saying, hey, we are black. This is us. This is what we do sort of thing. And, you know, whatever flag people give Jesse Jackson, 
he was like kind of leading that there, you know, and saying like, we are black people. We're not gonna. Um, and actually one of the, one of the uh, women who talked in it was like a, this writer for the New York times. And she was one of the, she was kind of the first person to say, Hey, we're, we're going to run this headline and we're not going to use the word Negro. We're going to use the word black. And someone who was some white guy at the New York times, like, no, we're going to say Negro. And she basically was like, no, we're not. And she wrote this long ass reason why we're not going to say Negro and we're going to use the word black. And he was like, all right, we'll just use the word black. And then after that, like, you know, someone writes something in the New York Times is black. It's not Negro anymore, yeah. which is like a huge cultural thing that I've never really thought about and never really asked our parents about or anything. But it does make so much sense that that was actually like a huge cultural shift to be like, we're not identifying as Negro. We we're like identifying as black. And it's just something that I had like never really thought of. as many books and stuff I was read that I've read. But like in this movie they talked a lot about it and i was like wow that's super interesting yeah did we say aretha franklin because she was uh, in there, right wasn't she in there i, I don't I'm know sure if she i was. remember her i feel like it. i saw her in the preview but i don't know i could be wrong i, I don't think she it. was in it i so think mahalia jackson was like yeah, maybe but that was red fox was in it red there was like fox comedians was in, it. in it they kind of touched on like everything they touched on like there was yeah. like a lot of gospel people in it. There was comedy people in it. And then obviously, you know, uh, Motown at that point was getting really big. Or maybe it was already big. Because I, I think what was happening is, you know, this concert was like put on by a promoter who wasn't that well known, but he was a guy who was like really great at networking. So I think a lot of the people who were part of the festival were also kind of up and coming at the time. And it wasn't like because I was surprised that like James Brown wasn't in it, right? Yeah. Like he's someone who, you know, I'm went to the proud. Apollo a bunch of times and like I'm black and I'm proud. I'm pretty sure it came out in 1969 and he wasn't there. But like, I just don't think they really had the budget for it. And this guy was basically kind of making deals with everyone to make this thing happen. And it did happen. The other thing that I thought was interesting was at the time there was like a white conservative mayor in New York, but who was also like really supported by black people at the time because he wasn't afraid to like go to Harlem or wherever and like say whatever you need to say as a politician to be like vote for me but it seemed like the black people back then were like all right we fuck with this guy yeah i mean you he was at the cultural so, fest too right he was there and like holding his own like he didn't see he he just didn't it didn't feel like he was like uncomfortable there yeah and he didn't say this is my african-american no, right exactly like he was at the or you know how black people get anyway when it comes to um What's it? What am uh, What am I thinking about? Uh, law enforcement and uh, right. black people are tough on crime. As much as we want to pretend like everybody, like like us, we are abolish the police, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, well, I am. I don't know about us, but most of us are like abolitionists. Most black families are pretty conservative when it comes to shit like that, and they want. Um, they want you to be tough on crime so i believe like part of the reason why they fuck with those guys because of his message of just probably tough on crime this and that and then just building up the the uh black environment within uh harlem and new york in general uh mm -hmm. by being getting like drugs etc off the street but what was always going on during this was kind of crazy because 
I mean, just a lot of the stuff that's happening around the world. I mean, they touched on the Watts riots. Uh, they touched on um, Whitey's on the moon. Uh, pretty much uh, the. Oh, yeah, because the, the, the moon landing happened one weekend or, during this yeah, one weekend during the <laughs> festival. They landed on the moon. So they interviewed a bunch of people it was like, fam, we can't even. We don't even have food on our tables. Like we can't even pay our rent, this and that, and care about anybody landing on the moon. They spend a million. Do y'all think they really went to the moon? I mean, people I, say Stanley Kubrick recorded the moon landing. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't really care enough to argue about it. But what is interesting is like, like exactly what you're saying. They were interviewing people and they were like, you know, there's so many poor people in this neighborhood where we're having this festival, like help them out, which is so funny right now. Fucking Jeff Bezos and what's his Richard name? Richard Branson, Branson, Branson. Like are going to the moon and everyone's like, it's the same shit. That's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. it's the same, like literally that's what I'm saying. Like this festival could be happening right now. And all these exact same conversations would be, could be happening right now. Yeah. And it like, and it kind of, it makes me sad. Like I, I, like when I was watching this movie, especially the part when they got to um, uh, when Jesse Jackson was talking and um, he was basically talking about MLK right before he like basically um, right before he died, he was say- he like he basically asked him, hey, can y'all play this song like before dinner? And I forgot what the song was, it's but Mahalia uh, Jackson and. This what song was Jackson? Uh, his his favorite song. What was MLK's favorite song? Um, oh my god! I can't believe I'm blanking. But basically, he was telling her like, make sure y'all sing this song, and that was the last thing that MLK said to a person who actually played at the festival. He was like, just make sure y'all play this song, and then boom, he got shot. Oh, take my like, precious Lord. Yeah, take my hand, precious Lord. That was the last thing that he said. Basically, like, make sure y'all play this song before we eat. Dang. And and Mahalia Jackson and one of the staple singers sung it. And I was boohooing in the movie theater so hard during that scene because it was just like, damn, this shit was like it was just (laughs) such a like raw moment. It like happened a year before I think the festival happened. Um, But but, you know, this Mavis Staples. Yeah. So like and they were in and I think Mahalia Jackson basically said to Mavis name like I can't sing this right now because I don't know if it was because she was emotional about yeah, it or like, like she, she was sick she or something. Well. Yeah, she said she wasn't feeling well. So like Mavis they was singing, but then like Mahalia Jackson did end up coming and sing it. But it's like, yo, that that moment could happen right now. Every single conversation that everyone had on that stage could happen right now, and it would be just as relevant. And Nina Simone. Mm. Um, also she, uh, in her performance, she did a poem by someone, I forgot who the poem was by, but was also like just as poignant now as it would have been then. And I'm pretty sure that's why this concert footage just stayed on the cutting room floor for whatever. Well, they said they found that shit in the basement or something. Well, yeah, basically like (laughs) no one wanted to buy it. And I know why no one wanted to buy it because all these people were speaking facts. Right. Every single person. And that's why. But yeah, she's saying that. um, What's the when you made your like black power? Oh, Young, Gifted and Black. Yeah. So, yeah, I made a whole mix. So the mix that I made. So 
I interviewed my parents about the year that they integrated their high school and I made a mix with every song that came out from that year. And I think I started the mix with that song. Yeah, Young <laughs> Gifted and Black Man. That was the first time I ever heard it. I didn't even know that was her song. Yeah. And well, and yeah, it was she like came up with that shit by watching a a Broadway play or off Broadway play. She was just at right. play and she like enjoyed it. And then the name of the play was Young, Gifted and Black. And then she made the song called Young, Gifted and Black based off of that um, Broadway play or off Broadway play. I don't know if they had right. black people on Broadway back then, but I'm pretty sure it was just like some, she said some, they were performing well, at some. Um, well, the, some the funny thing is, is like uh, the people, the fifth dimension, you know, they sang the song, uh, this is the age of Aquarius. And, and the story, yeah, I'm probably ruining this movie for you, Tia, but like, whatever. It's such okay, a beautiful story. But basically like, um, Back then, hairspray was like really big. Was it hairspray? I think. And like the the reason that that movie or that show on Broadway was so popular, people might cruise on. I'm pretty sure it's everybody, but like people were like naked on stage and they just wanted to go see the show. But anyway, basically, what happened was the guy from the fifth dimension was in a cab. Someone lost their wallet. He reached out to the guy, say, "Hey, I have your wallet." And the guy was like, "And so." The guy didn't want any money, so he invited the guy from the mission divided or invited him to come to his show. And the guy was like, whatever. They came to the show. And then the guy whose wallet he found was like, hey, you should come to our show. And the guy from the mission was like, what what kind of show do you have? And it ended up being hairspray. And they went. And one of the songs hairspray is this is the age of Aquarius. And then, boom, that's what made them make that song. Mm -hmm. So, like, because this guy lost his wallet, which is like ended up being why fifth dimension ended up recording basically a mashup of this is the age of Aquarius and like whatever song I think they already had. They had already had. Yeah. They talk about, but, that in there. but that's the thing. It's just like such a serendipitous thing. And the, also the amazing thing was like watching him. Was it him and his wife? They were like watching themselves. They hadn't yeah. seen this footage. They hadn't ever. seen the footage ever. I don't well, know if the lady was his wife, but she was, uh, she was in, she was the lead, one of the lead singers in the fifth dimension. Uh, yeah, I couldn't tell if they were, um, and they talk about what's crazy is cause black people are having really changed. Really. They, the fifth dimensions are talking about like how they weren't even accepted as like a black band. Nobody knew they were like a black band, which I said that in the text, I was like, fam, I didn't know the age of Aquarius was sung by a black. How does band. that song go? This, this is the dawn Oh wait, I'm sorry. It's from hair, not yeah. hairspray. It's from hair. Um, oh, I didn't know that was black people. Yeah, yeah, like that, and that's what they were saying too. Like the black people were like, no, they were like, no one thought black people were actually singing this song. But they, then they got some. Then they got up there, and there's a bunch of songs they played that I didn't know they played, but they got some heat. <laughs> like yeah. it was crazy, and then yeah. obviously Sly and the Family Stone got some heat. I feel like oh, there's yeah. somebody else. Oh, Gladys Knight and the Pips. Gladys Knight. Yeah, I was. I feel like there's somebody else we're missing that was there too. Gladys yeah, Knight. It was Gladys Knight and the Pips. Yeah, they were there. Um, nah, this is one of the dopest documentaries I've ever seen. Yo, like it was. I was like holding it together basically until the oh, Jesse they sing Jackson, Let the, Jackson the part. sunshine. Yeah. That's the same yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. the same song. Yeah, they like mashed that song up basically. Damn, with, like, that's a classic. Yeah, that's but, what I'm yeah, saying. It's a classic. That's what, what's crazy is going back to what we were talking about as far as like 
the parallels between now and then, like, I don't know how many people have heard like Gil Scott Heron's whiteys on the moon, uh, talking yeah. about, um, pretty much white people going to the moon, but black people essentially at home, not able to pay bills, racking up debt after debt, getting kicked out of their houses, et cetera. And I mean, it was in another documentary I watched that was, they kept playing that, um, yeah, obviously there's like um, some kind of obviously black people have been doing better now. And even back then, black people, even though through the struggles that we go through, we always tend to have family and we always tend to be OK. <laughs> like, it doesn't yeah. matter, like what we're going through, like you have a bunch of people who are going through a bunch of shit, but just so happen to walk up on a concert with Stevie Wonder uh for the free concert like it can never happen now because nobody wants nobody to do anything, anything for free. free anymore it's always about the money it's not about like mm-hmm. principles etc and the whole time um jesse jackson and them same kind of conversations we had they were talking about like organization like <laughs> Yeah, like people need to pick up black people and just just shit along those lines. Like you had Jesse Jackson up there really telling talk now that had Jesse Jackson up there talking about organization, black people picking up black people, like continuing to uh, just pretty, pretty much put boots on the ground. This and that don't ever not ever giving up. Don't ever settle rich and poor black people. This and that like he's saying everything that needed to be said. Uh, that could relate to now. And then you have, again, rich billionaires going into space for some reason, whereas... And weren't he up there for, like, not that long? He wasn't even in space. He he literally didn't even, like, go out of the... uh, He didn't even go out of the atmosphere. He was just, like, at the point where, like, and you, you know are. it costs two like you can go and it's 200 like because he was on the view today and of course megan bitch ass mccain was like um you said you want to make it affordable for everybody but it's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars." and he was like well it's just like when you first started flying airplanes it was like super expensive now anybody can fly i'm like when is it going to be? And then he said, you can buy a $10 lottery ticket. And if they pick your name, you get to go for free and bring a friend. Nah, they should just I don't go, to go to space and not come back. I mean, yep. they should just go and not come back. Honestly. Yeah, like, like, and then you're going to, and he wasn't even up. Was he there an hour? I don't even know how long he was the whole up there. trip was 45 minutes. Yeah. Big yeah, wolf. Just, yeah. Like, I don't know. Just do I need to go to another planet. If I'm paying 250000 <laughs> y'all yeah. better build me a house up there. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, there's priorities. Are black people, brown people across this country trying to fight for, to, for the simple right of fucking voting? And they got republicans and everybody we're going to talk about that later bro we got republicans and everybody just trying to steal your vote even in states where they fucking win the vote and, right. <laughs> and you got um white but people see, that's the greed that going that's to greed. the moon and then you got a government that just won't do any like tax these motherfuckers like if there's nothing that says tax a billionaire like children starving and they are trying to go into space like tax the wealthy like it's it's 
it's tired. Like it's annoying. Yeah. And it's the same yeah. shit. We're talking about Jesse Jackson. And then we're talking about Gil Scott Heron. And then we're talking about uh, back in the past. Like it's it cost a billion dollars to go to the moon. Well, that you was my big thing. Food. That was, that was my big takeaway from this movie. It's like, okay, because it was billed as the black Woodstock, which it basically was. So like, imagine, like, just imagine everything that you saw in this movie. If, if it were just as well known as Woodstock, right? Like everyone knows Woodstock. Everyone knows it was a thing. No one ever fucking knew about this shit. Like they didn't even know about it. And I was like, damn, like if black people could have like seen this on a mass scale back then, like, I don't, who knows how much other stuff would have happened. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, it's so messed up that they just buried this in a basement somewhere. And that's why I think shit like, and then again, to reiterate, because it's very important, it was free. You got some of the best artists in the world. I don't know how they got paid or even if they cared getting paid. Nina Simone didn't seem like she gave a fuck about getting a dollar from that. But you got some of the best artists in the world, the biggest names in the world at this time that just pulled up in Harlem to perform for free. And you got people who don't even know what's going on. There was like barely right. any promotion. You know, this and that one guy was like, man, I just walked up on the concert and Sly and the Family Stone was just performing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Actually, I, our aunt that lives in Harlem, I looked at her Facebook because I was going to text her and be like, yo, did you go to this? And I saw that she had posted on Facebook about it because she watched it. But she was like, damn, I didn't even know this was going on. She was like, I was She's definitely in Queens. In, yeah, yeah, but she was like, I was definitely in New York, but she was yeah. like, I didn't even know this happened. Yeah. She was like, I don't I don't remember this happening. And like, I think it was in um, I forgot what that park is called now. I think it's called. Um, uh, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Um, but I just think it is. But, I honestly just think it's one of the best. Oh, it's called Marcus Garvey Park now, but it used to be called Mount. Uh, Mount Morris Park, but yeah, but whatever. It's in Harlem, but it's what I'm saying. It's like it was happening, and like all these people who were watching the film footage in the movie itself were like, "Damn!" Like they were basically like, like one guy was like, "Because I've never seen this footage, I wasn't even sure that it actually happened." Yeah, he was like, he was like, he was like, he was like I, he was like, I, he was like, I knew that I was there, but he's like, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure because I've never seen it before. But he was like watching this stuff. He was like, wow, it did happen. I was there. Yeah. Mm, that's powerful. That was the guy who said he just randomly walked him and his mom was like going to the store or something. They just like <laughs> randomly walked in on this huge ass concert. Uh, that's kind of reminds me of when I was my first time visiting LA, I was, we were coming off a mountain and somebody just randomly came up to us and was like, hey, uh, Lady Gaga and Elton John are performing down the street. They're having like a street concert. And I was like, no, nah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they're like, no, they really just had a, they're having a pop-up concert um, down the street. Like it's literally two blocks away. And we walked down there and it's literally Lady Gaga and Elton John performing fucking Benny and the Jets, like in the middle of the street in fucking L.A. And, it was like, oh, fuck. and this is wild. So that's kind of wild. And that's what it reminds me of just walking up on some like random shit. But it also reminds me of um, like J. Cole, even though it's all for all the slack he gets, like his dollar in the dream tour. 
where you yeah. oh yeah pay a dollar to get into the concert or whatever no telling how much he actually made off of that this and that but that's that's when you're trying to like get a message across right right where the money right. doesn't matter um it's hard to find anybody who would do that now. You try to get a Coachella ticket, it's $300, $400. Just to see some. Also, like, nobody's doing it. songs with messages like that anymore. Yeah. Like, the only person, yeah. like, what, like, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, like, maybe them, but, like, other, like, nope. Like, I love Meg Thee Stallion, but come on. Yeah. yeah. But still, like, <laughs> but even if you could still. Even though, like, I'm sure there's more people there than who they actually focus on in the actual documentary. I'm sure there's hours and hours of footage that we. Yeah, if it was oh, five yeah. weeks. Yeah, it, it was, was probably five, ridiculous. Yeah, it was five weekends. So, yeah, like, I'm, I'm sure, sure there there's was a like... lot of footage that we probably didn't see. But even if you could get the hers and the Cordays and um, just all of those artists to go out and do this kind of similar picnic even like the roots have like the roots picnic whatever right yeah. uh, but, but there isn't any cost. like the closest <laughs> thing that i could even think of to this festival is kind of like afropunk i was about to say it yeah. kind of reminds me of afropunk but like but even that isn't as i mean it's i mean i guess it kind of flies under the radar you know maybe it wouldn't so much this year because of just everything that's going on and you know the zeitgeist of everything happening but like what like i i don't i i mean i guess you know voodoo i, I don't know there just hasn't been any sort of thing like this it just where, needs to be it needs to be i want people to watch it and it's kind of pissed off well not pissed off obviously uh i'm ha i'm happy that quest love out of all people was able to discover this footage and put a movie out because quest yeah, love he's just like a music historian yeah if you like, listen yeah. To him, he knows more about music than damn near anybody that i've yeah. ever <laughs> like he is insane when it comes to like the history of music uh him and like rick rubin are two of the most insane people when it comes to the history of music i've ever heard talk but um so i'm happy this this found him in a sense, but I hope more people watch it and somebody set it up. Maybe he even does it for like the roots picnic to where yeah. somehow you can donate money, but it's a free concert or something. Yeah. For yeah like really, you can pay by yeah. donation and the money I hope goes. They have a, um, I hope they have an Oscar push for this in some way, even if it's cause like, as I was like, yo, this could actually be one of those special cases where like a documentary is nominated for best picture because like, I was like that moved by it after I like got out of the movie. I was like, damn, like that is why it's just like one of those things, you know, where you watch something that happened 50 years ago, but you're like, it's still just as relevant. And like, it's just kind of it's like it's happening. Timeless. I it's mean, happening it now, is, but it literally is like, we obviously wouldn't have those kind of artists. Um, and maybe I'm well, just like, blanking. But even but like, if it was just black people getting together, having a good time with no drama for once, it would and for free, that would be cool. Oh niggas. yeah, because this is. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so, I'm sure niggas was. was I mean, we need to have security there. here. <laughs> yeah. But even at that, even even at, at that thing, the Black Panthers were doing the security. Oh yeah, it. the Black Panthers. Yeah. There weren't cops. Sure. Cops weren't doing security for it. It was the Black Panthers doing security for it. But here's another thing that, like, I've always kind of had in my mind oh, and i'm sure i don't think this is a reach but like um 
you know, when I think about disco music, soul music, all of that music, like black people were literally creating some of the like happiest and like best music that has ever been created. That's why I listened to the time, Right. In a time that was so fucked up and it was like legit for survival like that. I feel like honestly, that why that is why it is so good is because like if you think about disco, even like Motown, soul, all that stuff. If you think if you actually think about the songs and when they were being made, stuff was so fucked up, but they were like projecting this thing of happiness even though they probably weren't feeling that way just to survive. They were like, I have to pretend like it is this good. Yeah. So I guess that goes to, so hip hop is our new wish since the eighties is our newish survival music. Right. uh, Which we're just surviving a different way. I mean, right. the ghettos is rampant, drugs, etc. I mean, it, which makes sense with the influx of like crack cocaine and everything that even though a lot of those artists were using heavy drugs, heroin, etc. It makes sense that out of the struggle birthed like a new genre of music called hip hop. Tra- now it's trap. Now it's uh just all of the everything right now so it make like it's just unfortunate because at this like out of all the shit that we've seen even just this week a guy walks out of some rapper walks out of jail gets killed some rappers in his car uh after he, he allegedly desecrated the mural of um Oh, like Nipsey Hussle, Hussle. Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. And he gets on live, he gets killed, like shot. Yeah. Like there's a video of it. I watched it not knowing what was going on and it fucked me up. So how do we get back to the mindset? I don't know, man. Is hip hop the catalyst? <laughs> I don't know. Well, like, but, I mean, you I are like right because it's for saying it, that, but it's like, fam. I mean, back then it was was maybe guns weren't as I mean, obviously guns are big. I mean, you had like uh, Marvin Gaye, then he got shot. uh, Yeah, Sam Sam Cook. I mean, you had people who got shot and killed, et cetera. So it's not like this is new. Yeah, it's nothing. It just seems like it's a little more dangerous because (laughs) it makes me think because I just always think of like Earth, Wind and Fire, you know, and that kind of music where it was just like happy music, yeah. even though they were living in like probably the most tumultuous times like as black people could have lived in. Temptations, all those people, they were like, fuck it. Like we literally have to make this music not only so we can survive, but so people who like our music and who look like us and like, yeah. you know, Eat grow up in the same place that we grow up and can survive. And like, that's Eat that's why it is so good and stands the test of time. Yeah. I guess we- yeah, even like the revolutionary, like all those dudes back then were killers. Don't get don't get us wrong. Like, <laughs> like Isley Brothers might might kill you if you fuck yeah. up. <laughs> like, right. like they were nothing. What to you play doing, Mister B? Yeah, they were nothing <laughs> to play with. But it just seems yeah. like, and I'm not blaming this on hip hop, bro. Obviously, this is a white issue, and hip hop is a symptom of oppression in the sense that we're expressing whatever we need to express to get out. Like these are the 
um, environments that we live in. It just kind of feels like when is that pushback going to come from inside the culture and be like, yeah, fam, we we good. We we done with this. Like, yeah, like yeah. all this killing shit. I've seen people got to see Nipsey get killed on camera. We've seen this Indian red boy who didn't even know get killed on camera. XXX. XXX Tentacion get killed on camera. Pop smoke, all them. Smoke, uh, not on camera, but. But still, yeah, Rob's I mean, killed. You can see yeah. them trying to revive him on camera or some shit like that. But it's just like, fam, when. When do we push back on it? Because at this point, it's getting annoying. <laughs> like, yeah. and I love the music. Don't get me wrong. You already know trap. Trap is like life to What's me. The- like, I love thinking about yeah. selling drugs while I'm running. Uh, <laughs> like, like, but it's also like, man, when do we push back on it too and get back to? The day, like maybe never, but just get to a better space. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what it'll be. Honestly, I mean, no one knows. But as in, like, there wasn't ever like, uh, you know, whenever the sixties, seventies, disco, soul, all that stuff. There, there wasn't anything that was, um, maybe aggressive or no. whatever. You know, like this different type of survival music. So I, I say the aggressive shit back then was like, wow, who. Yeah. 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 That was little John. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, but you know, that's something that I think about all the time is like, well, no one of this music, like literally like it had to be made to survive. Yeah. And I think that's probably, I mean, that's a whole other podcast. Why so much music now is trash because it's just made to sell, not to survive. Yeah. That's why T yeah, on the like, rundown. We got T Pain turned up. Right. You should have got like, that right. sound clip. Yeah. Because <laughs> I did listen to it earlier where T Pain was like yelling. Because I just like, he was like, why are people making the same type of music that, you know, baby and little baby like making different shit? But then I was like, when I was listening to it, well, I was like, well, I guess whenever T Pain came out, like no one was sounding like him. He was nah. he was making his own kind of music. Like no one sounded like him. So I get it, you know, from where yeah. he's coming from. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think, you know, well, first of all, I think because now anyone can make, it's just a lot easier to have access not only to make music, but to, for people to hear you because all you need is a fucking iPhone. Like yeah. you, if you have a TikTok and Instagram or whatever, when T-Pain was coming up, what it was like MySpace, I guess it wasn't like there wasn't TikTok. There was, was there Instagram? I don't know whenever Instagram started, but like, you know, it just wasn't as easily as, as accessible. Yeah. yeah. I don't uh, know. I think that, I I completely agree with. I mean, we talked about this. Um, stand- well, yeah, because we talked about how like we don't listen to new music really. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> because- yeah, the only time mm-hmm. I listen to it is to run. That's just because I want something on the in my ears. But most of the time, if there's a podcast out, I'm listening to that even running. But it is right. all. It's I, mean, I hate to sound like the old guy, but it's all the same. I mean, T Pain is not wrong at all. It's all the exact. <laughs> Same. It sounds the same. 
Uh, Kanye might have ruined music when he wrote the 808s and Heartbreaks because it all sounds like 808s and Heartbreaks with auto or even more auto tune or I don't know. It's just I don't know. And I mean, you heard XX Tentacion, you've heard them all, you've heard Juice World, you've heard Lil Uzi. Um, if you heard the baby, like is yeah, know. yeah, all his beats sound the same. But yeah. we talked about that too. So yeah, I'm yeah. Good. I'm good. yeah. I mean, it's I don't know who's gonna do something different. Well, I guess it, um, there's only so many ways you can make an actual beat without playing instruments. I would imagine. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know shit about this, but I mean. If you're not playing instruments and you're not doing any of that, I mean, there's only so much you can potentially do. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, some of the beats are still fire. Um, I was going to say, and then like, you know, I mean, a lot of the shit is just sampled stuff. So yeah. mm-hmm. You're still pulling from, you know, you know, yeah. shit from the past or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. Hip hop's in a very interesting space because it's oversaturated. Uh, there's really barely, but outside of like the people, I don't even see it as talent, to be honest. I'm sorry. Somebody's going to kill me for this, but I don't see it as talent. Uh, what, what specific way what you mean? Like, um, uh, I, I I see. I don't know if these dudes are making their own songs. If they're writing their own songs, then mm. obviously that's a talent. But uh, and I'm not gonna hate on that. But what I mean by I don't see most of it. Like I I don't see a lot of it as talents because it just seems so simple to make with like a auto tune, a simple beat. Uh, rapping's always going to be the hardest thing. If you've ever tried to rap, you can only imagine how hard it is to actually do, but um, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Maybe I'll say that because it just seems oversaturated. It's like if yeah. everybody could make it to the NFL now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, that's what it feels like. You can put out a song and if somebody just wants, if if it just has a catchy beat or a catchy hook, then it'll be popular. Yeah, if somebody makes a cool TikTok off of it, it's going to blow up. Yeah, and it's, that's what I mean by oversaturated. It just doesn't seem like there's much else. It doesn't seem like there's much talent in a sense. That is just, yeah. here you go. It's like cookie cutter microwave society. And that's like yeah. how the music has responded. Yeah. All right. I can't believe we made it this far. First of all, I didn't intend to get this far on the podcast without mentioning uh, the the Black National Spelling Bee champion because, like, I was like, basically, I just watched all of her videos like all week. <laughs> um, is it Zaya Avant Garde? I didn't hear it. Like, I haven't I haven't actually watched TV. So I don't I know, but I love her. Last heard, name. I haven't actually heard anyone say her name. I like her first name. Oh, is it Zion? New Orleans, right? So avant garde. Yeah, she's from New Orleans. So yeah, I mean it's French, so yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool though. Yeah, it makes. But sense. I all did I send y'all that thing? Um, maybe Azalea, which is or no, it's not because it's Z A I L A. But Azalea is a pretty name. Um, but I read this thing where before there was the script spelling bee, there was another spelling bee, and a black girl one. 
and I think she was from Louisiana too. Mm. And um, of course, so then like they tried to go up against like some a, a, like a white school or something, and they just weren't having it. But she ended up winning. So I mean, she's like this girl is the first one to win like this scripts one. But there was another. This was at back in the like eighteen hundreds, I think, or some shit uh, like that. So but a black person won it, and they were like, nah. <laughs> basically, yeah. They wouldn't, they uh, wouldn't, the other, they wouldn't go, like the other school, like wouldn't go up against her or whatever. Every like video that someone posted about this girl, I was like, wait, what? Like, I know every, she was crossing. How have we never up, heard of like, her? She is like, like a basketball legend at however hell the old she is. She's in like middle school. Like, yeah. She was like on have, a trike on a unicycle. Half her videos are just like crossing up people on varsity. Like, yeah. I'm, Completely convinced she could go on to any public court in New York and cook yeah. at least half the people on the court. Like, Shit. no questions asked. 90%. Yeah. And then she was like, spelling is my side thing. She was yeah. like, that's not, she was like, that's, that's not even what hustle. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's a beast. Yeah. Like, shout, oh out my. To, shout out to her because she is nasty at basketball. I can't wait to see her in the WNBA. Because she is. Yeah, because that's what I was saying. I was like, yo, she would like, She's going to be in the WNBA. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely insanely talented at basketball. Yeah. She's already been offered some scholarship full rides if you play mm-hmm. LSU. Yeah, see, I'm kind of hoping that she, you know, because in my mind, it's like, oh, she's probably going to go to UConn. With or she's going to go to Amir. Or what's his name? Gino Ariam? Is that it? Yeah, name? she yeah. says she wanted to play basketball <laughs> for Harvard, though, which I hope she doesn't go there. Uh, like I want her to go like actually I don't want her to go there. I don't think fuck Harvard uh, <laughs> I'm tired of people yeah, they building, on, yeah that's it they're on the rundown too yeah I'm tired right. of people building up Cornell West dragged them to hell this week I'm tired of people <laughs> building up these fucking institutions fuck Harvard Harvard ain't shit man Clemson right oh. exactly that's what I'm saying like I know people you know, wherever she goes no, I'm sure wherever she goes, she'll, you know, make she'll it have a, a fan base. She'll have a fan base for sure. But like, I did love how like people were like, and also I'm sure that's like a slippery slope too, for someone to like immediately get thrust in the, in the, in that sort of situation, you know, right. uh, in the limelight. Uh, but I mean, I, like I said, I haven't watched TV, so I haven't seen an interview of her or whatever. I've only seen what I've seen on, on social media and Twitter. But it seems like she, you know, she's a beast. Can hold her own and is a beast. And um, you know, I'm happy for her. Yeah, I'm Me too. I'm happy. I was for in the spelling bee when I was in middle school, and the word that I lost. I, I remember what the word was. What I was remember- it? It was celestial. Yes. And <laughs> I'm scarred for life because like I, that was like the one time that I almost hated my mom because she literally made me write every word because they give you a book with all the words. And we mm. used to have a desk in the kitchen. That's where we would do our homework. And she made me write every single word a <laughs> hundred times. And I swear to you not, it was a thousand words in that book. <laughs> I literally cried every single night. I was like, I, this isn't even fun anymore. Like, I don't even want to be in this shit anymore. 
<laughs> See, I don't remember any of that, but but I do remember like the actual spelling bee. Like for whatever reason, that memory is just like burned into my brain. That's yeah. the word. And every now and then, like if we see the word or like if the spelling bee's on, she'll say it's be celestial. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so savage. That's I didn't. So I don't savage. hate my mom at all, but like we were we were not cool then. <laughs> at all <laughs> I think you must have been in like I think I was in sick, I was in I was either in fifth grade or I was either either in middle I don't school think you, you were not in middle school because I'm pretty sure that the spelling bee was at like Sakasi or Forest yeah Brook I think I was in the fifth grade so I'm pretty sure you were in the fifth grade because I because that would have made me what second grade so, yeah because yeah. so I do like I specifically remember that memory like yeah. it is burned into my brain being like oh shit <sighs> Yeah, me too. That's I'm right. scarred. Oh man, what yeah, else? What what you, I'm, 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 I don't know, man. I, I, see, that's I have not like, heard again. anybody. Actually. I hope her name is Zalia because that's really pretty. But if it's Zaya, that's beautiful too. I've never heard anybody say her name. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of weird, right? They just yeah, say I'm the word she won on Maria. Yeah, I've only seen it seen it on Instagram, but I haven't seen anybody actually pronounce or yeah. say her name out on like a television or anything. So, because what was the thing that you said a couple of weeks ago? People can pronounce Ludwig, um, Ludwig von Beethoven, and, <laughs> and so what was that? I, know it was something. I think it was like Aristotle or something, but you can't. <laughs> they can pronounce Shikari. Yeah. But like this one too. See, that is such an interesting thing too, because I'm like, wow, I actually have no idea how her name was pronounced because I haven't heard anyone say it because all of her videos is her like dribbling or, or spelling words, but like no one's actually being like. Hey, this is your name. You know, I'm sure they probably said at the SBs, but I didn't watch the SBs. Yeah. So. Hmm. yeah. I don't know. You know, but that's what's up. Also, let me take this moment to actually check myself. And I have to say this now before I forget, because last week we were talking about the Olympics and how I was like, oh, yeah, America's soccer team is trash. And Chris called me out and he was like, well, you mean the men's team? And I just didn't even I just defaulted to like being like American soccer trash, but not the women's because it was not trash. Women's team is nice. Women's team is trash. Yeah. So just call myself out there really quick. But back to this shout out to oh, fuck. See, again, I'm calling myself out in real time because I don't know how. Yeah, Miss Avant-Garde. Garde. Yeah. <laughs> Miss <laughs> the yes. avant-garde. Miss the avant-garde. You're a beast. Um, Love you. We yeah. will know your name. Yeah, yes. we will. Um should we I I guess I will continue with the praise for black women, Journey Smollett, nominated for some Emmys. Um yeah. for she Love deserves. Country, even though they're not doing another season. Yeah. Which she deserves. Know. And I know Chris, you haven't watched the last season of Pose. But MJ, MJ Rodriguez oh, yeah. absolutely fucking deserves. Yeah, like, yeah. he deserves it. I don't care if you watch any other season, this watch last, last season, season, just watch. I literally cried on every single episode. Like, that is literally the best show Ooh. up there with The Wire. 
up there Damn, with. That's high praise. No, that's how I'm. Cancel me. Cancel me. I don't give a damn. Cancel me. Cancel for saying like pose. Yeah, I'll fight you. Pose is the best show out there. Period. Yeah, I think I was hooked on pose. I already, you already know I was hooked on pose first season. I mean, I got an Instagram that says live work pose. So uh, (laughs) I was hooked on pose first season. I thought the first two or three seasons, some of the best television I've ever seen. Obviously, it's one of those situations or one of those worlds that I know nothing about. But you learn but so you much. Learn so much. Like, mm. man, Was the way Janet that first season when they seasons? showed how they were, yeah. that first season when they showed how they were burying people who died from mm-hmm. HIV AIDS, mm-hmm. and you just mm-hmm. bring that now to how you see how they're burying people who died at first from COVID. And, mm-hmm. uh, Everything, man, it just hits so hard to show you how shitty like these governments are, how little they really mm-hmm. do care about the people that put them in office. Uh, mm-hmm. Like they treat like. The thing about humans are if we don't know anything. And we're ignorant to something, we will react in the most ignorant possible way, like from a fear standpoint with yeah. like, you talking about just stripping people of their humanity. Like, yeah, like, yeah. So fucking like the funeral up. homes wouldn't take their bodies. Yeah, they got treated like lepers in the hospital. It was just it is so it, disgusting. Oh my right? god! But y'all, I implore everybody. Yeah, watch. I don't care how, if you're if you're homophobic, you definitely need to watch it. But if you just want to learn more about trans, gay, and like how the AIDS epidemic like hit so freaking hard. That like I'm tell like I could cry right now just thinking about that last season. It was yeah. so good. It's still, season, on my, it's still on my DVR. I'm pretty sure I <laughs> cried when they were at the um when all the girls took the trip to the beach and they yes. the guys' house. That was probably my favorite episode ever. You will love. I'll just say but, this: uh, Did they go to like the Rockaways or somewhere in New York? I'm assuming they went they to like Rock. Like- what? What was that far rock- Rockaway? They yeah, probably one of them like I think it was Rockaway. I think it was Rockaway. Yeah. Oh, but uh, yeah, but Electra came up in the last season big time. Mm. Oh my God, y'all. It's so good. It's yeah, so good. Really Please Do I watch need it. to watch the because I think I, I watched the first season. I think I watched like the first few episodes of the second season. You so might like as well every- just watch the whole thing, but if you just went ahead and skip to the last one, you could I'll do watch that. All of it you know what happened. There's a lot You'll of shit that happened. But the yeah. dynamic is just pretty. The dynamic is dope as fuck. Like just seeing how home. everything plays out because they mm. fight, they argue, they read you to death. They read you to death, but they always end up coming back together. Like the yeah, they're a family. Electra and uh, MJ Rodriguez mm, Blanca Blanca. is like mother daughter. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah. Electra was her mother. Yeah, um, but but they even show her backstory. Like this season, they show her backstory. They show um Billy Porter's character's backstory. Um mm. and like they show them when they were younger and how they first got to, all of them got together. Y'all, I'm oh my yeah. god! Like that show, they need to win every award at the book. It was so good. When are the Emmys? I don't even know when they air. Because I always thought that I was a no spring idea. show. but I, I did too. Maybe show. because of COVID? 
Yeah, I thought it was like always sometime between the Oscars and right. the Grammys, but I- yeah, shout out to MJ Rodriguez because she's amazing. Shout out to Journey Smollett because Lovecraft Country was absolutely the best show on TV last year. It's not even was that last that year? It was so good. It was. It maybe, might have been like earlier this year. It was like fall of 2019, maybe yeah. of 2020. Yeah, 2020. Ago, yeah. It was during COVID. Yeah. yeah, I think it started like before COVID actually really hit, but it ended around whenever COVID was like. Uh, yeah, so we love Crown yeah. Country, the show and the book. Um, oh, yeah, you read the book. The, I never yeah, read the, the book. book. Amazing. I can't think of the lady's name. What was her sister's name? Who yeah, it came out in August. Oh, she got nominated. She got Can, nominated. Yeah, the sister. She yeah. should be. She's also in the show Loki that I watched is based on the marvel yeah, she was amazing. universe she's fucking amazing i watched that in the barber well i go where i get my hair done it's a barber shop and they were showing it and i was like damn i want to watch this but i ain't never really watched but then i googled like all the movies you have to watch before you watch the show and i was like never mind you don't really you watch what watch the, you don't Loki. necessarily have to watch the you don't movies to i would i would probably watch all the avengers movies Cause that's okay. when you mostly see Loki, but yeah. to understand where Loki is actually taking you for the next Marvel Cinematic Universe, you probably don't need to watch any of anything but the Avengers movies for the most part. And yeah, then, because sure. Loki opens up a world to a whole different Marvel Cinematic Universe, it has nothing to do it has a little references to the first part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, to all the movies Mm -hmm. that had just passed. But it really opens up for the next phase. It really doesn't have much to do with the previous phase. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They showed it in the barbershop one day and like we watched it from the beginning. So I saw like the first episode, but WandaVision probably need to watch the previous ones to really WandaVision and Captain and the Winter Soldier, you'll probably need to watch the previous ones to really understand Captain and the Winter Soldier and where this became a thing and who the each character is. But in yeah. Loki, it's all pretty much new characters for the most part, except for Loki. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I might watch it. I get like I intend to watch it. Like I said, I just haven't yet. That shit was but... awesome. And Jonathan Majors, who also should have been nominated. For Emmy, yeah, he's in Loki. He's the new. He's the. He's going to be the villain for the next um, phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, cool. I, I see that the uh, the sister's name or the character name in Lovecraft Country. Her name was Ruby. Ruby, yeah, yeah. She's in Loki. But, uh, She's Hunter B. Yeah, that reminds Loki. me too that. Her name is uh, Moonmi Most. I'm Mosaku. tearing her name. Uh, Mosaku. She's fucking. She like has, She's English. She, or oh, like yeah, she has an Nigeria. accent. She's. Yeah. Oh wow, we have the same birthday. Oh shit! She's yeah, from, y'all do. She's y'all Nigerian. have the exact same birthday too. Eighty six. Yeah. She's amazing, Loki. Shout yeah, but she her. has like a um English accent. She's also amazing in Lovecraft. Lovecraft Country just nothing but good yeah. actors, dog. It's insane. I mean, I want to know somebody I'm, named Hippolyta. Yo, that that episode about her was so fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. that was like one Hippolyta, of the best. Yeah, that was the best episode. But they 
They that they like nominate specific episodes for certain awards because like that one should have won all the awards because that shit was that yeah, that was good. And I mean the way they explained that in the book was just as dope. Damn. So it's just a lot. The girl should have been everybody on Lovecraft Country should have been nominated. I think it seems like Jonathan Majors was the only one who wasn't because everyone else was Courtney B. Vance was. Uh, Wami Masaku was uh, Journey Smollett was so like was he the only one that wasn't? I don't <laughs> Michael know. Michael K. Williams was. He should have been too. Yeah, he was good though. Damn, that is kind of fucked up. Mm. Well, I mean, he's about to be in the Marvel universe, so yeah, he's not hurting. Yeah, he ain't hurting. <laughs> yeah, hurting. But, but damn, I like, give the recognition, paid. you know. Shout out to Jonathan Majors. He's about to get paid being King Conqueror yeah. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's about to be insane. It's it's all it's good for him. Any the episode he was in the season finale last night, and he fucking carried the season finale. He's just too good. He's too good of an actor. It's, it's almost unfair. Yeah. I don't know. Like I saw him in uh, my first time ever seeing Jonathan Majors was in. The last black man in San Francisco, which I thought was pretty good. I can understand yeah, why I still haven't seen like that. It. It's kind of interesting. It's it's weird, but it's kind of it's about gentrification, this and that. Uh, but the way they tell the story is pretty cool. Uh, well, wasn't one of the actors in it like playing himself, if I recall correctly? I'm pretty sure. I mean, I, again? Him. I, I thought that one of the actors in it was like playing himself, basically. Possibly. I, I, I never watched the movie, so I don't know. Yeah, I never but, looked at the backstory of the actual movie. I just wanted to see it, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I know he was also in the Spike Lee movie. Um, the Five oh, yeah. Bloods. Jonathan, he played the son. The Five Bloods, yeah. He was fucking amazing in that, too. I mean, he's just an yeah. all-around good actor. I'm pretty sure he wrote. Did he write The Last Black Man in San Francisco? Uh, I don't think he. Ooh, he I don't know. Something. Um. Yeah, this guy's. I don't know, man. He's just talented as fuck, and he doesn't have any social media. Oh no, he didn't. You know. would recognize him if you saw him. Oh, you know I mean, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. Oh, like, Jimmy Fells wrote it. The star of the movie wrote it. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's how. Yeah. That's like. I'm pretty sure that like the guy who was in it was like it was kind of like about his life, basically. Mm-hmm. I know who you're talking about. I just ran to the bathroom, so I didn't know what. <laughs> yeah, but now, shout out Jonathan Majors should have been nominated for an Emmy. That's pretty much all I had on the Emmys. Yeah. yeah, I mean, now I'm looking like, wow, we've been, man. I like at first this week I was like, man, not much happened. Now I'm looking at the rundown. I'm like, damn, I guess a lot of stuff kind of did happen. But I'm like, can we touch on do this? I want, do it? Do I want to talk about the two drinks or do I want to talk? Like, I don't know. Right. Can we touch what, on what this y'all? without touching on it? Um, for anybody yeah, who's, speak on it. who's interested in the assassination of the Haitian president, I feel like we need to mention that at least. Uh, listen to the dailies podcast on it is only like 30 minutes it's like 30 minutes i listened to it today and it's absolutely riveting like it's 
insane. The lady's mm. voice, I don't know how she, I don't know. She has like some Paula Zahn type shit going on the way she just pulls you into the. Yes, I was about to go to sleep. I was like, girl, you can read me asleep. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> I was driving because like I was like out in the boonies today. So I had like a 30 minute drive between every damn store. And I was just like, wow, like she is really, she knows a lot. Yeah, she was <laughs> And it was cool. only 30 minutes. Yeah, she was killing it. I was just like, nah, I'm gonna check that out because I haven't listened to it yet. No, nah, that's it was good. I mean, I don't want to say it was good, but it was riveting. Yeah. yeah, like Chris said, it was riveting. It was very educational. It was interesting yeah. to listen to to see just mm-hmm. how just, I don't know, like the fact that there's foreign nationals that went in and killed him, the fact that they're screaming, like it's a lot that goes into them killing him. Like everybody who killed him so far was a foreign national. Two were like of Haitian descent, but they were, they were some, some, people the had some people had worked for the DEA before I saw. Well, they well when they came in, they screamed they were DEA. DEA. So the security guards let them in. That's how they got in. Yeah, they screamed DEA. So the like Tia said, so the security guards let them in without a fight or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they shot him in the eye. They shot him in the eye, shot his wife. His there, she was telling. Did his wife survive? I think think she's surviving. Oh, she finally died. I think they said she was. She didn't die immediately because remember they brought her to Miami. Oh yeah, I think she might have died. I'm not sure. We could probably look that up. But she told a story about like his daughter. his daughter had heard the footsteps and ran. Oh, no, she must have survived because I see quotes are saying she's kind of like describing what happened. So yeah. she must have maybe. Yeah, they said she, she spoke out four days ago, so she's must be alive. Yeah. So yeah. her daughter like heard the footsteps and ran into the room to hide, um, with her with her his her brother his son. I was like, man, this lady knows so much. She might have been in on the scene. Like, <laughs> like she got the inside details. Well, I mean, she was there because <laughs> I was like, "Damn, they easily could have just killed her too, right?" I, well, they damn near they tried. Mm. Yeah, they it's, tried. it's crazy. I don't know. I don't know anything about anything until I listen. Nah, to the you should. Y'all should listen to that. That's yeah. all we really need to say about that. Just listen to that podcast because it's mm. an absolutely I, crazy story, and it's yeah. gonna be crazy to see how it shakes out. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting because I was the way she explained it. She was like, "The DEA is pretty much the government and <laughs> um Haiti right now, so mm-hmm. it's like the most um recognizable entity that you could scream." So that's probably why the security guards didn't put up a fight against it. And it was like fifty guys moving military style. Yeah, um, the way they're yeah. operating, etc. So it was like, and it was crazy how she explained how uh, they started finding people and like carrying them to like the police precincts and shit like that. They were like fine foreign nationals and like um, abandoned yeah. buildings and like beat them and torture them and carry them to the police uh, station. And that's how they started arresting uh, uh specific people just because they are hiding out like Haiti, mm-hmm. Haiti closed all the ports and everything so nobody yeah like you can't even get like they share the same island as the Dominican Republic like you can't even cross the line yeah you can't fly there you can't fly out like I don't know if people still vacation there but if they did they are screwed 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was asking someone like, "Oh, my barber," but he's because I for some reason I thought that maybe someone in his family was Haitian or something, but he said not because I was wondering. I was like, "Damn," because I thought I'd heard him say before he like vacation there or somebody not because I've never just really thought like Haiti would be. I mean, I don't know much anything about uh traveling there but in my mind like, oh that would be an interesting place to go yeah, to. but i'm sure it's probably you know a dangerous place but you know i don't know where isn't dangerous these days yeah, so, yeah. Mm. it's on my bucket list but i need like to go with somebody who's from there yeah or at yeah. least someone who speaks french at the yeah. bare minimum yeah i need yeah. to go with somebody who's from there yeah yeah mm. I don't know, man. Like, I'm gonna listen to that pod though. Yeah, that pod yeah, was good. It's worth this. I'll 30 minutes it. is quick. I'll peep it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what else is on this run now. There's well, there's like I said, there's a tale of two Drakes. Uh, I'm good on them. I'm good on them. Kind of good on them too. Uh, Other than Drake Bell should have gone to <clears throat> prison. I feel like, um, <laughs> well, y'all did touch on. Um, what did y'all touch on earlier? T Pain. Yeah. No, not T Pain. Cornell West. Um, no, bottom of this, the Britney thing. It's Britney, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. She's got to she, get her life back. We're speak, we speaking it into existence. We're speaking uh, it into existence. Yeah. I guess that's where we'll leave that one. The last thing I feel like we should talk about uh, was this because we talked about her last week. Were we already? Well, she was already getting dragged last week, Wendy Williams, but um, she absolutely deserved this dragon. She deserved both. Yeah, she deserved both of them. Both of them. <laughs> but this one is like this one was more way worse. up on a more horrible level. Like somebody died, and you're up there acting like, "Why should we care?" I meant to find the clip for exactly what she said, but I guess I will. She was just like, "Do you know who he?" Is? Like she was just like, "We don't know who he is." So basically, like, why should we care? And then she was talking about how he looked and like it was just stupid. Yeah, I, well, I don't even know. Like, basically, well, I'll let Chris talk about this earlier. Someone else want to set the stage for like what she said and did. All right. So first, um, Swavy is this TikTok star who was unfortunately murdered. I don't necessarily know the um, backstory as to why. He was murdered. Uh, I didn't really do too much digging into it, but the way Wendy Williams approached the story, I wish we just had a clip to it um, because it's it's disgusting when you hear it. Maybe the way I explain it, it won't be as disgusting, but she pretty much yeah. opened up by saying, and she didn't tell the audience that he was murdered or anything yet. She pretty much opened up by saying, does anyone know who this young man is? Uh, clients, if you know who this young man is, um, like one or two people maybe clapped. Uh, then she was like, well, this is guy's name, Swaby. Uh, and then there's her, what's her VJs or DJs and them are, I think it was maybe DJ Sus one or somebody it was just mm. like, um, yeah, I kind of familiar with him, this and that. And she was like, oh, you really know who this is? And he was like, yeah, this and that. Uh, kind of familiar with him. And then after about five minutes, um, pretty much making a mockery out of this guy, she says, well, he was murdered. And then the crowd obviously reacts. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh. Yeah. And then 
And then she I mean, needs to stop going much, to her show. That's pretty much it. She's just garbage. She's just disgusting, man. Uh, I'm tired of her. Yeah, like I used to watch. I used to record her show, and I would watch it because, like, I record every. I record the view. I record my soap operas. Everything. I watch all the daytime shit that I was watching during COVID. I just watch it at night. But I had to give up Wendy. I gave her up after Tabitha, but then I definitely gave. I like deleted all the recordings and stopped canceling my recordings after she did this shit. Because I literally hadn't watched it since she did the tab of the thing. And then I saw her do that. And I was like, I can't support this. Like, I know she talks about people and that's her job. But you could talk about people in a respectful way. This man died. Like, what if his mom or somebody was watching the show, which I think they were. Because well, they, they must have because they were like, they're going to do apologize. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they can like, Wendy, she better hope nobody catch her in them streets. I'm surprised nobody already beat her ass anyway. That's what I was gonna say. She ain't got caught out there. But see, I think she thinks she can get away with talking about celebrities because people always talk about celebrities. And I know this guy was a celebrity on some level, but his family wasn't. And I feel like if they catch her in them streets, it's gonna be an issue. Well, also, she tried to paint him like he was in the streets, and his family was like he wasn't like at all. And she and that's like the picture that she was trying to paint. Yeah, and it was just because of how he looked. But again, this goes back to what I was saying last week is like it's like she has writers and producers who are bringing the stuff to her. So to me, this is kind of like partially on the producers too. to like they have to bring like I'm sure Wendy is not at home looking at Twitter all day like people just bringing shit to her. Yeah, but I'm also sure and they're like pre show meeting they probably said hey this kid was murdered uh, yeah it's like she it's not like she goes up there and don't know what the hell she's talking about well yeah but what i'm still saying is like some, someone in her camp is still bringing all these crazy things and she's yeah. kept saying and she just keeps saying yeah all right i mean who i don't know for all i know maybe it is just her being they like, are bringing that this. though it's like okay wendy we get it or even if they are bringing that it's like you don't have to approach it the way she approached the story about a 17 year old tragically being murdered. I mean, right. <laughs> she, she should have just not talked about it. Yeah. She made him a joke out of him. Like who knows this guy who nobody knows this guy who like, that's pretty much how she approached it. And you're, it's not like he remade like a, a, a classic or something that people are just hating on him on the internet. He was fucking murdered. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, it's not, this isn't jokey, jokey time. And for somebody right. who's just, like you said last week, for somebody who's just been through a lot of shit that she's been through, you would think she would know how to approach or you would think that she would care the way she approached certain things. Right. Because at this point yeah. now, it's like, all right, we know you got a show to run. Uh, but the times now don't call for Wendy in 2005. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. We're done with the, we're, we're done with the 2005. dragging people yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Like we trying to be, we just went through a damn global pandemic. Yeah. If anything, we need to be celebrating life. Glad that we're still here and stop talking about people that we don't know. If you don't know them, why the hell are you talking about them on your show? 
That Period. is true because like I feel like uh you're right because I guess maybe that's how Twitter keeps rolling because it even that has shifted from like um I mean it's still calling people out whatever but it's like calling people out on like shit that should be called out like something like this like this is why this like to me like I just kept seeing the same clip over and over on Twitter people like what the like what the fuck is Wendy Williams doing right now yeah. you know what I'm saying so it's like Definitely less, you know, doing whatever, exploiting people. Right. And you're out shit. here looking crazy. And, right. Right. It's sure. not funny anymore. It's not funny. Like when she had that interview with Whitney, like people always play that and like Whitney dragged her mm-hmm. ass, though. But like this man isn't here mm-hmm. to defend himself. Mm hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. She's the worst. Damn, two weeks in a row for Wendy getting drunk. And it's going to be another week until they just cancel her fucking show. She needs yeah. to be on TV. I want, I just want Wendy Williams to see their change. Like, even some people like Charlemagne have changed. Like, yeah. Like, he says it all the time. It's like, you don't get the Charlemagne today without the old Charlemagne the way I was, but the times these days don't call for that. Like, right. Like, like you know, he can't do that shit you anymore. Do that. You can't be sniffing women's chairs no more right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. It's funnier yeah. on the internet right now than when they bring up old clips of Charlemagne and be like, this nigga is the menace to society. Like, yeah. His old clips are wild, but that's the same thing with like Wendy though. Charlemagne has been able to like adjust to what evolved evolve to what the times are calling for. Wendy Williams still thinks people want to hear 2004, 2005 Wendy is probably because her she's still having sold out shows or whatever. Which anybody gonna show up and be on try to be on TV? Who cares? Whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> but it's just one of those things where it's like, yo, you got to change your programming. <laughs> yeah. If you don't change your programming, then. Uh, the program is going to change for you. This is going to get right. up out of here. Exactly. Exactly. I no, think she's not. She does social media, but I think her people do it for her. So she really doesn't see like how when you say stuff like that, like how she don't see how people, people actually move yeah, on Twitter, how yeah. people get dragged and shit like that because she blames it on her but damn, age. Your whole or, job is in media. Like, how could right, you not? Right. Like, come <laughs> like, on. Like, not? yeah, like you said, she's still trying to be 2005 Whitney and it's 2020 and it's 2021 and we're not going for that shit no more. No. Mm. Interesting. I'm looking at, oh man, should we step back into my layer here? This little fizz. And I'm a savage. Yeah, because I don't think you ever did her birth chart. Here it is. Uh, Wendy Williams is a cancer. Her birthday is on Saturday. Oh, wait, yeah. Wait, it's what coming is today? up. It's coming. Her birthday is 18th. So she's a cancer. Sunday. She is Sunday. Scorpio moon and Aquarius rising. So she's got a, a decent amount of water in her chart. Um, what what is, does water mean? Water, like, so, I mean, there's there's earth. Yeah, fire, no, I mean, I know what it means, but like water is like mean? I feel like they like they're uh, like, again, I'm speaking in hyperbole or whatever here, but it's like emotions like they're like uh, water signs are said to be like fairly emotional. They feel a lot. Mm-hmm. A Scorpio, though, to me personally, is like a faux fire sign. It's like they present as fire, but they're actually like very 
like tender and like easily hurt. Mm. <laughs> uh, anyone out there is a Scorpio. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying how I feel like Scorpios are, but they like present as fire, but are very like, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Not emotional, but like sensitive, sensitive. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But Aquarius rising kind of interesting. And I think I've talked about Aquarius for, you know, they very much want to save the world. Um, Aquarius are also like, you know, what's funny. Well, not funny, but like Aquarius are also, they say can like cut people off really quickly and mm. like, just be very abrupt about things. Like I'm an Aquarius rising too. So I must I have it. some Aquarius in me because I my cutoff game is strong. That's, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like I understand that, but I think it's they can just like be very emotionless sometimes, mm. which makes sense if she's doing some crazy shit like this. Yeah. But then when I'm looking at like the rest of her chart, uh, I forgot what what the planet of communication is. I can never remember if it's Mars or Mercury. Uh but her Mercury is Cancer. I'm pretty sure Mars is like the planet of like war. But like most of her stuff seems to be like a lot of air and water. So makes sense, I guess. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Interesting to know, though. Good to know. Yeah. Um, we'll take a little quick break and we will come back with everyone's favorite two segments you know why the u.s is trash and you know maybe there's a couple of things why we should actually have some hope this week so good for us but we'll be right back (laughs) (laughs) we'll be right back Hey, Alexi, let me ask you, mm. you make a mean cocktail or no? I'm pretty bad at making cocktails. One time I tried to have a Kahlua party and everyone brought over a bunch of Kahlua and it was way too sweet and we did not have a good time. Did you mix anything with it? I don't know what we were thinking, but you know what we should have done? We should have gotten some Wandering Barman. Oh, dude, you should have gotten the FOMO. The FOMO? Yeah, it's a vodka pineapple sling from Wandering Barman. Oh, so you can just like shake it up in the bottle, open it, and boom, you have a cocktail ready to go. Exactly, and it's so delicious. Where can I find it? Just go to wanderingbarman.com, click on locations, and it'll tell you bars, liquor stores, and anywhere else that you can find them. Oh, wow, Wandering Barman. Yeah, Wandering Barman. Yo, we are back. Um, I feel like I don't know if we should rename the segment to the sound drop, but, you know, it's why America is trash, a.k.a. Living in America. It's hard <laughs> out here for us. I got to play it one more time because I love it. Living in America. <laughs> um, I'm going to let Chris take this one. Which, oh, this is the Republic, Texas Republicans. So Texas Republicans pretty much voted to track. Sorry, let's give a backstory. So Texas Republicans are trying to put in um, voting restriction laws that are pretty much going to affect black, brown community, black and brown communities. They're disguising it in a way that it says like it's not going to. And the Supreme Court's pretty much already shot down everything, every part of the Voting Rights Act in the sense. So they're trying to put in these laws. But Democrats, Texas Dems decided, I think it was about 50 of them, decided that 
they're not going to allow them to do this. They're going to leave the state. Uh, so they all pretty much hopped on a charter flight and flew to D.C. to avoid um, pretty much them bringing a quorum on to vote on these laws, to enact these new laws into uh, the Texas legislation. Uh, so Texas Republicans, what they do, they vote to track down the absent Democrats and threaten to arrest them if necessary for, well, I can't, I can't really remember exactly what the law was that they said they were going to arrest them for, but essentially for not doing their job, uh, they were going to arrest them for flying to DC and protest. And what I say is kudos to Texas Democrats. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Republicans in Texas win Texas and they're still trying to fucking steal election after election. And it's all if you think about it, it's all the preservation of uh, white privilege. Um, they see that the tides are changing. It's getting more and more dire for them because the country is becoming more black, more brown. Um, and I mean, that's pretty much it. And each time around, even though Republicans are still winning um, mostly in Texas, they see that those numbers are shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. Uh, yeah. because the, country, the, the country is mostly liberal. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Um, yeah. Not state-wise, we're talking population-wise. Uh, so they, gen- they pretty much um, what's the word I'm looking for? gerrymander districts to um, get more Republicans elected. And I'm sure Democrats do it in some cases too, but it seems to be more egregious in Republican states uh, for the most part in Republican districts. So uh, they're now they're even going beyond gerrymandering and just trying to put in these voter restriction laws that's pretty similar to Jim Crow laws, <laughs> voter yeah. ID laws. I mean, it's just insane. Well, it's also like one of those things that's like, you know, they're going to be doing the wildest shit at, you know, when they're super desperate because they see this, you know. If if inevitable change is happening, you're going to try to do whatever you can to make it not happen. So that's when you see like the most egregious uh, attempts to, you know, whatever, save yourself. I guess it's just it's gross, man. Like and it all stems back to the voting rights act. Um, I mean, that's pretty much what it boils down to those who don't know the voting rights Act, pretty much had that certain states had to, when it comes to voting, had to send any changes. And it's mostly Southern states, ones that are notorious for discrimination and voting had to send any changes to, for federal approval to their voting uh, system before uh, it can be approved, before it can be installed or put into legislation, put into the laws of the state. Uh, But Mm -hmm. the Voting Rights Act, pretty much uh, the Supreme Court pretty much shot that down when the Republicans uh, got control um, and said that was constitutionally illegal or against the Constitution for the most part. And the case for that is like Holder versus Shelby County. Then recently they shot down another part of the Voting Rights Act that pretty much makes it mundane now. Uh, So 
I don't know, man. That's that's pretty much where we are there. Uh, as far as like the I think it's 19 states that are trying to put in super restrictive voting voting laws to pretty much ensure that black and brown people don't vote. Um, I mean, that's pretty much where we're at with democracy in this country and pretty much where we're at with Republicans. Republicans are fucking trash and I hate Democrats too, but Republicans are just disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. It's just they crazy. Still think Trump is president. They're just stupid. That's what's so wild to me. Like I they really know. think he's gonna be president in August. I don't get why they do this for Donald J. Trump. It will never make sense to me. Never. <laughs> like how? What does he have? He has them by the ball. It never makes sense to me. I don't get it. I. I there's never. There's not a celebrity. There's not a person out there that I've ever gone that ham for. It's just amazing. Same. That's it would never happen. And he don't even like half of them. He turns on them at every chance he gets. He doesn't like any of them. He's like a classic narcissist, sociopathic person. Yeah. They're literally like he's doing what a a narcissist, sociopath does. And it's working. Yeah. That's the Uh, crazy part. Like we did not go this, like I said before, we didn't even go this ham for Obama. Right. Like it's insane. I, it makes no sense, but carry uh, on. Yeah. I can't talk about him anymore. Yeah. yeah I'm down with that. I feel good on the Trump. And two, I'm about to say, this is another uh, oh, yeah, Republican. Well. And her, I, this lady is just your. Just typical, like this is just, just a typical white lady. Um, 50 percent, uh, Rachel Nichols, uh, type white, lady. like Megan Kelly, somehow still gets access to a microphone, even though she's been proven to be not even a fraud, she just sucks at her job. Uh, if she wasn't halfway decent, uh, this is gonna be, I'm gonna get so fucking canceled for saying this. But she's not smart. If she wasn't halfway decent looking and a mouthpiece for the GOP, she would be nobody in this country. That's <laughs> like, facts. And I'm a woman and I agree. Like she would be nobody. But she comes out and says that the media is the reason why the uh, January 6th um, attack on the Capitol was. It's like blown out of proportion. Blown out of proportion by the media. Uh, not to mention. An actual cop got killed. Uh, they stormed. I think the 140 police officers got injured. Yeah, 140 police officers got injured. Uh, another lady who stormed the building was shot by a cop and killed. Um, they actually breached the Capitol. Uh, ran into. It's on video. <laughs> it's on <laughs> they release a new video of this shit. Like every every yeah. freaking day. If they, you watch CNN, people. yeah. People if you watch CNN, pulpit. yeah, yeah. Inside at the pulpit, like banging on gavels. You got to do with this foot up at Nancy Pelosi's desk. But the media is the reason why I was blown out of proportion. Not to mention this lady is a part of the fucking media or was before she lost her job for sucking. Uh, yeah. I was about to say, like, isn't she a part of the media that yeah. she's critiquing? But I guess she lost her job, so maybe not. She lost her job because she sucks and says that blackface shouldn't be a bad 
shouldn't be looked at as a bad thing. Like you are the person that should be able to say that. Shut up. Like stop giving her garbage. Yeah. (laughs) She's just garbage. This is why America is trash though, because anybody who can bring ratings, they will put on TV. Yeah. (laughs) Like Megan Kelly. Whatever. She wanted sympathy, which she deserves sympathy for whatever she went through at Fox News as far as like the the sexual harassment type shit. Uh, yes, we. Yeah, that bombshell movie was actually pretty good. It was actually. Oh, was that supposed to be about her? Was it's, that about Margaret? Was, the, it's about was Margaret all the women. Robbie? Yeah, her. Yeah, but she wasn't. Um, what's the other lady name that's from South Africa? Uh, Night- uh, what's, her? Nightly. what's her name? She was on no. the we just recently watched. She was in the monster movie. God, what's her name? I can't oh, think Char- of her name. Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. Theron. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That movie was crazy. Uh, yeah. In the movie we just watched, in the show we just watched, with her husband killed killed the lady. Oh, shit. That's a spoiler alert. But uh, what movie? <laughs> what show? What, what, what show? She used to be, was she married to Tom Cruise? Oh, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, yeah. She yeah. As well. Oh, oh, word, word, word. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I we saw didn't that. That show actually got nominated for an Emmy. That show was so bad. Yeah, we all hated the end. It was really bad. But like someone, someone in that show, I don't know if it was Hugh Jackman. Was that not Hugh Jackman? Uh, Hugh fuck, Grant. What's his name? Hugh Grant. Yeah. What is him or someone in that show got nominated? Mm. No one even that deep to be nominated. He got nominated. Right. the Majors. I don't know about that. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, what do they have against Jonathan Majors? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. But yeah, like just, I don't know, man. They just got to get Fox News to fuck up out of here and get everybody who was on Fox News to fuck up out of here, especially get Megyn Kelly to fuck up out of here. Like she can go. Uh, All of them should be arrested for treason. Yeah. (laughs) And the guy that said it was basically a bunch of tourists. What? <laughs> tourist? <laughs> yeah, like I don't get like what did y'all see? like what are y'all looking at? Because the videos that I saw were horrendous. They're not well, even why are they <laughs> acting like tourists? Like, okay, let's just let me just dissect this for a second. <laughs> okay, let's just say they are tourists. Uh you can still be America and Going to a different city in America and still be it's still American it's still tear citizens. shit up. It's, yeah. still, it's still American citizen. That that makes no sense. It doesn't matter if they were all from. That just doesn't make sense to me. They could yeah. they could be from anywhere in the U.S. and still be people who've never actually been to Washington D.C. It also right. doesn't you know make sense that why like I don't get why they would be trying to protect these people who storm. The Capitol and like you're not running for office. I can get a fucking Republican or somebody who's running for office who want their vote. The sad part is like they all had an out there. They all had an out. Y'all could have denounced Trump. Y'all could have done all this and like got an out. But no, y'all are still hanging on to this when literally there's hours of footage. And we literally saw it live on TV of people acting a damn fool. (laughs) I don't get it. But Me they can either. all burn in hell. Okay. Right. And they will. <laughs> so anyway, why we Live should have in America. <laughs> <laughs>
Woo, yeah. boy. Um, God, should we have some hope this week? Are there things? Backs that uh, thing up. Girl, you look good with your backs that thing up. <laughs> Manny Fresh. And like, dude, they had every. So was that no Mia X? It, yeah. Uh, is that who was in that? Yeah. She was is that no, who the lady was? Mia X, yeah. Was it? I guess. Everyone who was who had something to do with back that thing up came back and did the vax that thing. And I was like, damn, this is pretty good. That shit was fire. Who's the main one who needs a vax that thing up? Who? Who is Wayne. Oh, God. Yeah. He looks like he been at COVID. Never mind. <laughs> he looks like COVID. <laughs> he looks like COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that damn hair, though. Woo, he need to let them shits go. COVID wasn't Osmosis Jones. It would be like a if COVID was a person, it would be a little weird. Yeah. Because <laughs> he looks like a fucking alien or some yeah. shit. Yeah. But, uh, but y'all need to go look up, vax that thing up, and then you need to go vax that thing up because the Delta variant is real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know. And people are dying again, and every state is back in the red because you ignorant motherfuckers who and have. And they said most people that are getting it now are under 50. Yeah, because you so, ignorant niggas who can go get vaccinated won't won't want to listen to Trump, who's actually vaccinated, and won't go get like y'all are so fucking stupid. That That's makes like the no sense. Like, get vaccinated. Everybody like, who's get telling vaccinated. you not to get vaccinated <laughs> is vaccinated. Yeah, like you I'm getting Ron DeSantis vaccinated. He has like shirts out talking shit about Dr. Fauci now. Don't like Fauci, y'all my need Florida. to grow up. up. Don't Fauci my Florida. Shut up. That's a, wait, that's a thing. That's, that's a shirt. He has like he's shirts. Fine. He has koozies, hoodies. Like what? But he's vaccinated. Probably. Oh my god! This is so he was probably the first one in line. This is stupid. remember because he was letting like the rich people in Florida get it yeah. and all that stuff. He was sending them all to Publix because the owner of Publix is a fucking racist. Right. Oh yeah. Damn. Can't even have public subs anymore. I forgot about that. I know. I haven't been to Publix in so long, and I, I just say, can't even. Luckily, set my there aren't any. It. Yeah, there aren't any up here, so I don't even got to worry about that. But yeah, it's like literally right across the street. It's just me, crazy. But. It's crazy. But yeah. Vax it up. You. I, will I remember to link that in the show notes? We'll see. Mm. <laughs> Actually, you know, I'm gonna put it in the notes on the rundown. Just so you know, yeah. Maybe uh, I will remember. Uh, what's the last thing? Okay, the last thing is funny here because (laughs) I just love the the thing that was funny to me was like, why would they make sure that they have enough? Okay, so Popeyes announced some new chicken nuggets, but the but the head I saw was like. They're all kind of like stockpiling to make sure that they don't run out. When in reality, like the whole reason that like the chicken sandwich got so popular, the spicy one is because they ran out. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is like, should they actually stockpile these? They probably, you know. Yeah. I just hope they have spicy because I only eat the spicy stuff at. Popeyes because their regular stuff is garbage. It's trash. It's trash. I eat. Popeyes once a year, usually, and it's usually when I'm there, July. right? Because <laughs> usually I do it around Fourth of July, and I ordered it last week one day because like, all right, this is my one day a year to eat Popeyes. Of course, I ordered the spicy strips, 
I got home. They weren't spicy. And it I was pisses. so fucking mad. I was, you, you know what else Popeye's did this year? They discontinued the the rice. You can't order the, the dirty rice. Or the red. Dirty rice. You can't order red beans and rice. You can't order red beans and rice from Popeye's anymore. What? What? You can't do it. I don't know why they stopped right, it, but man. you can't do it. Garbage. Yeah. Like, yeah, the last time I went to Popeye's, they didn't give me spicy. Um, and y'all, I like literally like almost cried when I like put when I tasted it, like because it's so nasty. Like I literally hate. Like I had to make myself eat the fries and the biscuit, which I never yeah. eat their biscuit. Yeah. But I was hungry, and the I usually check before I leave. No Absolutely. Yeah, I usually like check it before I leave. But I had already, you know, you already gonna be in line there for forty five minutes anyway damn way yeah oh i was so pissed i'm not going there for a minute yeah non-spicy <laughs> has zero taste like it's, yeah it's like eating air it's so bad it's like gross. i've been into it and actually like i you can kind of tell if it's spicy or not even before you because you can see you the can little sm- yeah, like you can see you the can red smell it. you can see mm-hmm. the red you can smell it and as soon as i opened that box up i was like god oh, damn it me. this shit is not spicy yeah <laughs> Yeah, Damn, you had one job, one one job, job. one job. The just make I'll even spicy. wait if y'all ain't got nothing cooked. Like that's where I'm at with it. <laughs> yeah, I but love yeah. how black people have such a specific relationship. But it's like, why do they even make stuff that isn't spicy? Yeah, because it's like Louisiana chicken. Isn't every? Aren't they known for everything being spicy? Being spicy, yeah, just. Come on, Popeye. Garbage. But yeah. we're going to have hope that the chicken nuggets are spicy and that when we go to get them, that we get the spicy ones. Yeah. Or I'm I will say, it. though. I'm going to go that viral in that bitch. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does anywhere have spicy? Like, every fast food company introduces spicy nuggets, but they never. They see, this is, okay, let me put my uh, Kente Kufi on real quick. This is racist. <laughs> This is racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. McDonald's, they had some spicy chicken nuggets for like two weeks. They got rid of them. Wendy's had them for a couple weeks. They got rid of them. Uh, Chick-fil-A, they don't have spicy nuggets. That was like a sandwich, but no yeah. nuggets. Why won't fast food companies let black people have spicy nuggets? They don't love us. <laughs> No, they don't want our money. <laughs> they don't want our money. We need to open up a uh, something that's everything spicy. Everything spicy. You don't Damn. even have to ask. Just know it's going to be. Yeah, spicy. you just know it's going to be spicy. Going to call it everything spicy. <laughs> 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 I'm with it. God, just let us live, please. Shit. Let our mouth burn up. Oh, open up your sinuses. <laughs> Fighting for my life, just want some spicy nuggets. Yes, man. Uh, I really do love ending the podcast on that because honestly, I do feel like it is racist that none of these places have. Sp- and if there's a place out there that has spicy nuggets, please let us know. Yeah, please hit us that's up like on a major, on Instagram. That's like a major whatever fast food place. Like, does Burger King? I don't know. I don't need Burger King, but I'm telling you, all these places they introduce them. But they, they never keep uh, them. I haven't ate Burger King yeah. in years, and I don't ever plan on going back. Me either. I only go there for breakfast. Breakfast, the croissants. I will eat a sauce and cheese croissant like is nobody's business. But right. yeah, anything after that, not for me. All right. 
Oh boy. Uh, well, we've reached the end here. Um, uh, socials underscore group text, group text podcast at gmail.com. Uh, hit the show notes for some shit that we probably talked about. Um, sorry if I forgot it and you were like hankering to get to the <laughs> show notes to, to reference talked about. If you, if that happens to you, just like DM me or something or, you know, find us on the social and DM, DM us. I don't yeah. know. Um, nothing really interesting, particularly happening this weekend. But as always, you know, be safe out there. Read a book. Get Vax that thing up. Vax that thing up. And we will catch y'all next week. Peace. Deuces. Productions Podcast.